Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Shower for the Soul, a podcast where we explore today's issues affecting our mental health and well-being. It's all about life, health, and wealth, and us. Grab a chair and a spot around the table, and let's start sharing. Now, here's our host, Shane Fame Alexander. Good day. I am Shane Alexander, and this is Shower for the Soul. This week, we're covering the coronavirus crisis. To unleash the full power of the federal government in this effort today, I am officially declaring a national emergency. Ontario has 26 new cases as of today. There are now more than 100 confirmed cases in that province alone. BC has the second highest number of cases with 73. Three new provinces are reporting cases today. Prince Edward Island confirmed its first case. Newfoundland and Labrador has one case and Saskatchewan reported its first two presumptive cases. Elsewhere, New Brunswick is dealing with two cases. There are four in Manitoba, 39 in Alberta, and the number of cases in Quebec is It's a special edition of Shower for the Soul. I'm Shane Lysander. Coronavirus is affecting everyone, and this is why I wanted to do this episode where we can make more sense of it together. I don't want you to walk away from this episode like after listening to a Donald Trump press conference. Today, I've grabbed sound bites from a press conference from earlier this week to help clear things up. Hopefully, news is changing by the minute, I know, and it's crazy time indeed. I was supposed to go to Florida. I have bought tickets to watch the WWE Hall of Fame ceremony uh, April 3rd in Tampa Bay. Back in December, I was really looking forward to it. It was supposed to be me going to Detroit, spending a few days there, and then flying out from Detroit to Florida, and then... Um, spending a week with my dad and my stepfamily in Florida and then coming back and spending a few days in Detroit. Huge two-week vacation that I was really looking forward to. Not happening. And uh, it, it, it affected me. Well, it, it is affecting me. I was, you know, I was mentally f- prepared to get away from London, Ontario. So, and, you know, 
And it's not like I hate London, Ontario. It's just the fact that when you're mentally preparing yourself from a vacation, getting away from the norm, it's a real bummer. So uh, speaking about mental health and coronavirus, taking care of your mental health in the face of uncertainty, I got some tips for you. Separate what is in your control from what is not. Things you can do, and it's helpful to focus on those. Wash your hands. Remind others to wash their hands. It's okay if you've decided what makes you feel safe is to limit attendance of large social events, but make sure you separate when you are isolating based on potential for sickness versus isolating because it's part of depression. Get outside. Get in nature, even if you're avoiding crowds. Exercise also helps both your physical and mental health. Challenge yourself to stay in the present. Perhaps your worry is compounding. You are not only thinking about what is currently happening, but also projecting into the future. When you find yourself worrying about something that hasn't happened, gently bring yourself back to the present moment. Lastly, stay connected and reach out if you need more support. Talk to trusted friends about how you're feeling and if you're feeling particularly anxious or if you're struggling with your mental health, it's okay to reach out to a mental health professional for support. You don't have to be alone with your worry and it can be comforting to share that we are all experiencing um, these things together. Medical Officer of Health Dr. Teresa Tam said on Sunday that Canada now has 313 cases of COVID-19, all 10 provinces now reporting cases. Here's what she said. We have 313 cases of COVID-19 in Canada. All 10 provinces have now reported cases. Ontario saw the, single la the largest single-day increase to date. We now have four confirmed cases among the passengers repatriated from the Grand Princess or in quarantine at CFB Trenton. Canada has tested close to 25,000 individuals to date. Internationally, Europe is the epicenter of the outbreak. With cases rapidly increasing in Canada, particularly in British Columbia, Ontario and Alberta, a window to flatten the curve of the epidemic is narrow. We all need to act now. COVID-19 is a serious public health threat. While this disease is particularly serious for older adults and medically vulnerable people, all ages are at risk. Let me be very clear. Today, I am asking everyone to take strong action to help us delay the spread of COVID-19 and protect as many people as possible. For the public, this means postpone or cancel all travel outside of Canada 
that is not absolutely essential. I strongly recommend that all travelers coming from outside of Canada take the additional precaution to self-isolate for 14 days. I am also asking that you avoid large public gatherings and increase your personal physical space from others. Talk to your employer about contingencies for working from home if this becomes necessary. And I cannot stress enough, if you're at high risk of severe illness, practice social distancing and separate yourself whenever and wherever you can. Everyone else needs to make sure to take all precautions to protect those at high risk while ensuring that they are fully supported and not isolated. This is our chance right here, right now. We need to act now and act together. Thank you. A reporter referenced Quebec closing all restaurants and bars and asked if the rest of the country should follow suit. Uh, of course, up to different individuals. I have just met with all the chief medical officers of health, and I can just say that they're all considering these types of measures. And we discussed, um, you know, for example, consider that all mass gatherings or all gatherings, 250 persons or, or over, uh, should be postponed or canceled. These are some of the really key things that they're all actually thinking through right now. And how about the border? As you probably have heard that uh, as of Friday, we asked that um, people don't go um, outside of Canada unless it's absolutely essential. And that when you come back, you self-isolate. We have to maintain essential uh, movement of people and services as well. And I think that the key for every country in the world, it is a global uh, response that they need to essentially contain the outbreak within their own setting. But it is very important to maintain um, um, really essential um, services and uh, goods and movement. How long exactly should someone self-isolate if they do get COVID-19? The science is rapidly evolving, uh, but we do know um, that um, really persons with symptoms are the most infectious. Um, in the most jurisdictions, um, we are still testing uh, for people who are COVID-19 positive um, with a uh, negative test at the end uh, to determine if they uh, still have a positive um, test detection. Now that policy could change because we now know based on science that people are most likely to be infectious with it. If you have mild illness, so that these are people staying at home, if you have mild illness, that it may be around eight days since the symptom onset uh, that you remain infectious. That, that science is still evolving. And I think jurisdictions may still be testing people at the end of the um, clinical uh, period, but that may or may not be necessary depending on uh, the evolving science. So for sure, if you're symptomatic, you have to uh, uh, self-isolate at home if you have mild illness. Of course, if you have more severe illness, call ahead to your health line, health provider, in order to be seen uh, and potentially be hospitalized. I think those who are hospitalized will be isolated in the hospital until they're uh, essentially discharged. Should self-isolation become mandatory was the follow-up question. Um, actually said that essentially, um, Almost the vast majority of the world has reported um, at least some cases of COVID-19. 
So our measures must be broad, which is why we are asking that all travelers who come back self-isolate. This is not um, essentially ordered. This is a voluntary self-isolation. It is impossible to be essentially keeping tabs on every single traveler that come in. This is a social phenomenon. This is a societal response, and everybody must take that responsibility. Public health is going to do what it can. It cannot be essentially maintaining that kind of um, um, linkage, if you like, surveillance and daily monitoring that we'll be intensively doing for different areas of hotspots. Is now everything. Every traveler should sell. Is it time to call a national public health emergency? And if so, what does this allow the government to do? At the outset of knowing about COVID-19, uh, we have been, the whole, whole of the country's public health system, and now many other departments, not just health, have been um, responding and preparing uh, for this public health um, uh, emergency or a pandemic, if you like, that WHO has declared. So we ha actually have been responding to it as such. And so, um, some of the other sort of declarations that you've seen in other countries are for them to seek additional authorities, um, which could be financial. At least at the federal level, uh, we already have the necessary tools and mechanisms and authorities to obtain uh, the kind of uh, funding and um, other authorities um, that we, we need, as you've seen the announcements from um, last week. So, um, so, so that uh, is not necessary at this point in the Canadian context, but we're certainly evaluating the situation. Uh, right now, as, um, um, as we know it, most of our cases are still uh, linked to travel and their close contacts, but that situation could change very quickly. And so we will be evaluating this uh, on a um, you know, hour by hour, day by day basis. The public is scared. They're getting anxious. How should we manage this? So I think um, everyone can play their part. And so I, I think that I do want people to know that this is a serious illness. That's for sure. But that everybody can contribute to what we call flattening that epidemic curve. You do not want this disease transmitted rapidly. Whatever you can do to decelerate that transmission and to break those chains of transmission is really important. We can do something about this now. By these social distancing measures and, and avoiding non-essential uh, gatherings or travel, we can dampen any sort of uh, transmission within our society, which is the most important thing to do right now. And so um, while this is a serious illness, we want people to act. You can do something about it. And by acting, by increasing your knowledge, you're going to reduce that level of uncertainty and anxiety. So I think that all Canadians can do something about this and protect those who are most at risk and vulnerable. We really, really want to stress that. Make sure you do not transmit anything um, to your grandparents, to long-term care facilities, to hospitals. It's those kind of settings that, based on the evidence so far, can really, really impact a country. If we can do that, we can limit those kind of spread, we will really be able to reduce uh, the level of um, severity and impact to this country. So really, my message today is we have a chance right here, right now. 
we all do our part, act together in solidarity, and um, everybody uh, take the necessary precautions and uh, heed the advice of um, self-isolation, for example, if you've traveled outside of Canada. I'm Shane Alexander, and this is Shower for the Soul. You can get in touch at hostshane at gmail.com or at sftspodcst on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you so much for joining me on this special edition of Shower for the Soul. I'll leave you today with this from Mr. Rogers. What do you do with the mad that you feel? What do you do with the mad that you feel when you feel so mad you could bite? When the whole wide world seems oh so wrong and nothing you do seems very right. What do you do? Do you punch a bag? Do you pound some clay or some dough? Do you round up friends for a game of tag or see how fast you go? It's great to be able to stop when you've planned a thing that's wrong and be able to do something else instead. I can stop when I want to, can stop when I wish, can stop, 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 anytime. And what a good feeling to feel like this. And know that the feeling is really mine Know that there's something deep inside that helps us become what we can. For a girl can be someday a lady, and a boy can be someday a man. There will always be helpers. Anybody who is coming into a place where there's a tragedy, just on the sidelines, Always look for the helpers. If you look for the helpers, you'll know that there's hope. This nation will rise up, live out the meaning of its dreams. Who taught you to hate?
In the midst of darkness, light persists. For women, there is something really new. When we see the Earth from space, we see ourselves as a whole. It is such a simple image. The poorest of the poor are our brothers and sisters. Tear down this wall. Where human beings are being oppressed, there is more work to be done. What is essential is invisible to the eye. Our whole world needs to work on ways to deal with anger. If we can be present to the moment with the person that we happen to be with at the moment, that's what's important. Shire for the Soul is a Fame and Friends production.